politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 hey! Welcome into the Mark Harvard Podcast, episode 33. Double threes. There you go. Parts of this show brought to you by Excalibur Service Company. These guys are the absolute best. They're who I use in my home. And if you need uh, service with your HVAC unit, they're who you need to call. Tell them that you heard about them from the Mark Harvard Podcast. 205-718-8688. And let me tell you, they also do cool things like uh, like air purifiers to make your house allergen-free. You know, you want to stay healthy. You want to stay as healthy as possible. The way you do that is by cl- breathing truly clean air in your house. Excalibur can help you out with that, and uh, they won't break the bank. Give them a call. Excalibur Service Company, 205-718-8688. Man, episode 33 got here fast, didn't it? Seems like just a few minutes ago I was doing episode 32. Man, it seems like just yesterday. <laughs> a lot going on in the world, though. And a lot of places where you were for finding hope. A lot of people being real good to each other. You know, I, and, and I'm doing this just because I'm sick of stories about people being mean. You know? I'm kind of just, I'm, I'm kind of over it. And I, I feel like I need a little bit of a break. So uh, we're all going to take a break together. I'm not saying I'm going to be completely nice the entire show. But I go in with a good intention. <laughs> so you know, that, that's where I'm landing right now. I reserve the right to change that in 10 minutes. But right now, I've got this story out of China. And uh, this is pretty cool. Two young girls, ages 4 and 6, were left alone in their family's apartment in southern China. No adult supervision around because that's, of course, what you do with 4- and 6-year-olds. The two kids got into a little trouble. There were some hijinks, some hullabaloo, if you will. And apparently they'd gotten their hands on a lighter and started playing with a lighter. I think you see where this is going which led to a fire starting while they were in the apartment. So as the fire started to grow, other residents noticed and jumped into action. Six men climbed up the walls of the apartment building, and they formed a human ladder to get the two girls to safety. It's pretty cool. I'm looking at the, uh, at the, uh, at the, um, the picture of it. There's one guy on the bottom. He's stabilizing two guys that are standing on top of a, of a grate, of a... Of a, a um, of like a, a a gutter system, and those two guys are holding up another person who is standing, who's I guess hanging off of a fire escape, and there are two other people that are hanging up, and they've climbed up the outer fencing of this apartment complex, and they're passing the two girls down the chain of of people, and everyone could have died in this. I mean, there's not a place in this I see where. Anybody was completely out of the woods here. So the fire starts to grow. Other residents notice and jumped into action. They make the big chain. Thankfully, the men carefully got the girls down out of the apartment building, and neither of them was harmed in any way. The firefighters that quickly came into the scene put the fire out in about 15 minutes. They said it was pretty impressive rescue. The picture certainly looks impressive. So thank goodness there are good Samaritans there when the fire started to save the day. Now, one rescuer said, I'm the father of... Two, I can't bear watching other kids suffer, so I didn't think twice to save them. We talked about this last week, about how a parent will do anything to save their kid. And you don't truly know that until you're in that role. And I can say, I 
I knew I would always want to protect my kid, but it wasn't until I actually had a kid that I realized, oh, yeah, I would absolutely tell someone to take my life and save his. Absolutely. Wouldn't even hesitate. If it came down to it, absolutely. So they're saying this is what real superheroes look like. There's no spider web, no rocket suit, just ordinary people in ordinary clothes climbing up the side of a building. Um... Interesting. Yeah, it's I'm I'm it's easy it's easy to say you would do something something like that, but it's one of those things that in the moment you always hope you but you never know in that moment how you would react to something like that. It's like when something, you know, people people they get caught in a robbery. You know, you say, "Oh, if I were caught in a robbery or I were mugged, I would do this and that and this and that." But when you're looking down the barrel of a gun or looking in this case at running into a fire or climbing up a building that's on fire, You don't know how you're actually going to react until you're actually in that situation. So you can sit there all day long and say, I I intend to or I want want to believe I would do this or that. But until you know, you just don't know. So kudos to these guys that actually, you know, came through on it. Good job, guys. Um... I came across this story, and I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, Harvard University, you know, my namesake. You know, I've been to the, I've been to Harvard's campus a couple of times. My family went through a went through a, a trend where a, in the fall every other year, when it was the home game, we would go to the Harvard Yale football game, the game as they call it. And coming from the South, lots of differences between what you would get at like an Alabama game versus a Harvard University game. Um, the halftime show, not so much. <laughs> the band had no uh, no uniforms and they had cardboard props where they acted out movies. Um, the game was good, especially the last time we went. We actually, the, the stadium, Harvard State uh, football stadium, was undergoing some renovations, so they had it over at the baseball field. And that was pretty cool. That was really neat. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. So, I've been there a few times, and I'll tell you, until you've walked into a stadium and had thousands of people chanting your name, you don't know what real self-confidence feels like. I mean, you walk in, go Harvard, and you know what? You know what? I will go. I will go. Yes. I Yes, I will do it. So, yeah, at that point, I was pretty happy that my na- my last name was Harvard. Today, eh, I'm still having my last name's Harvard, but there's uh, there's some concern here. I feel like I need to explain that I'm only distantly related to the guy, to John Harvard, who who uh, you know whose name is on that university. He didn't start the university, by the way. He was just the money guy. Yeah, John Harvard did not start Harvard University. It was just he got naming rights. So Harvard University's chaplains have elected an atheist named Greg Epstein, as their new chief chaplain. He's the author of a, of, a, of a book called Good Without God and will coordinate the university's 40-plus other chaplains of various faith traditions as they prepare to help students with the spiritual lives over the coming school year. Now, pretty unconventional choice because, you know, atheist, and they say there's a rising group of people who no longer identify with any religious tradition but still experience a real need for conversation and support around what it means to be a good human and live an ethical life. I think those people are called counselors, 
not chaplains, but that's just me. Uh, Harvard's chaplains are very involved in the student body, hosting dinner with students, coordinating religious events, and helping counsel students through spiritual struggles. Once again, I wonder how a, an atheist is going to do this. Now, I'm not saying everyone has to believe the way I do. I'm not. You know, if you feel that strongly about it, then okay, fine. I mean, that's between you and God. Or between you and the lack, you know, your perceived lack of God. But when you're put in a an, an authority position over the religious development of other people and you don't believe, there's a conflict there, isn't there? I mean, I just, that would be like, you know, putting someone who's never driven a car in charge of the DMV. You don't, they don't get it. They don't understand. It's They don't get the stakes. They don't get the uh, the calling, if you will. So a lot of people are coming out. What, what are they doing at Harvard and being, you know, you know, doing doing this sort of thing with having an atheist as their head chaplain? So they say a recent survey there at Harvard found that members of the incoming freshman class were twice as likely to be atheist or agnostic as 18-year-old Americans in the general populace. So even so, non-religiousy is on the rise with younger generations. And I get that. I see that. There are other names for what this person could be. They could be a counselor, but not a chaplain. It's If you want to have an atheist in, a, in, a, in an advisory post, have at it, but drop the title chaplain because that's not what it should be. And I'm going through the comments here, and a lot of people agree with me. They're saying agreed that, agreed that the title should be dropped. Uh, Kara says, drop chaplain from the title of this position. Director of Humanist Conversations on Living Ethically in a Moral Universe would better suit. It's pretty long, but yeah, I get it. So, I, what do you think? Let me know. Jump on the Facebook page. Let me know. Uh, you can also tweet me, at Mark Harvard, over on Twitter. Uh, let me know what you think about this. Should, do we just need a simple name change, or is this, all this just fly in the face of... of what's decent on this just yeah let me let me know what you think about this and uh we'll, we'll we'll interact about this maybe a little bit next week also speaking of next week i've got uh justin dean coming in to be a part of the podcast next week he is the former pr guy for mars hill church been hearing a lot of buzz about mars hill church lately uh another podcast has been doing the whole whistleblower thing uh justin's gonna give us the the real story from someone who was there so stick around next week for that. Justin Dean, former PR guy from Mars Hill Church, be giving us a little bit of a, a peek behind the curtain. When we get back, though, we're going to talk a little bit about what one in three guitars in the last year were bought for. Also, we've got an amazing story from a woman who uh, was faced with a certain death by ISIS and what her words did that prove that God wins above everything? That's coming up in just a minute. Stick around for more. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are so happy to have all things new counseling services as a member of the Mark Harvard Podcast family. Now, here's the thing life is not always easy. There are times when things change. We have to kind of adjust with that accordingly, and life can sometimes be overwhelming and frustrating, downright messy. 
If you're in one of these seasons in life, you need to call All Things New Counseling Services. They will come alongside you. They'll offer you strength, encouragement, and hope in the confines of a safe and therapeutic environment. Listen, I've known counselor Sharman Rutherford for a while now, and she is amazing and an amazing resource for people that need a little help getting through some of those valleys in life. So give them a call, 205-765-9155, or go by their website, All Things New counselingservices.com and tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Summer's here and it is time to update that summer wardrobe with some merch from the Mark Harvard Podcast. Go to markharvardcreative.com right now and click the store link to go get t-shirts, polos, bags, and hats with the Mark Harvard Podcast logo on them. You can also pick up our famous Jesus Soundwave design featuring the audio Soundwave of the name Jesus. All that and so much more found at markharvardcreative.com today. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. Thanks again to our friends over at All Things New Counseling Services. You know, they uh, they handle everything from anxiety and depression to marital problems to eating disorders. Especially if you're over in the in the Tuscaloosa area or you know someone that's over there and might be having a little bit of a bad time. You just need to talk to somebody. Call Charmin and the gang over at All Things New Counseling Services. 205-765-9155. It's 205-765-9155. I actually came across this story. It kind of leads directly into this. Uh, It's from Eddie Kaufholtz, or Kaufholtz, rather. And it's from RelevantMagazine.com. And uh, Relevant, lately, I'm not getting as much from Relevant as I used to. And it's because they've become so one-sided. It's like they're, they're trying to hug one side of everything, and they're starting to slant a little bit. But... Stuff like this is actually quite good. Um, They're talking about therapy and the the fear of going to therapy. Now, there's a generation out there that's still out there that considers going to therapy meaning you have a lack of faith. You're relying on doctors to heal you instead of God. And that's just not true. It really isn't. Doctors, you know, they don't heal. Even incredible counselors who love Jesus and have been doing therapy for 30 years don't heal people. God heals people. But sometimes you have to talk a little bit to somebody to understand what's happening. What counselors do is invite people into the story that God is writing in the patient's life. A good counselor doesn't think they're the great healer or even the expert. They think that they're the, that they're the luckiest person in the room because they are about to witness God doing some pretty remarkable things. So to think that there's some general truth that counselors are somehow taking the place of God, you're, that, that line of thought kind of diminishes your perception of God a little bit, doesn't it? But that that means all that gets back to is going to therapy doesn't mean you have a lack of faith. And that's why, you know, I'm partnered up with folks like Charmin and the gang over at All Things New Counseling Services. You can go find them, allthingsnewcounselingservices.com. Um, they're Christian counselors, and they are fantastic. And sometimes, especially, you know, if you have a loved one that's maybe a, a student at the university, they're over there in Tuscaloosa, about two blocks from the Capitol Park. 
Um, go by and check them out. All things new counseling services.com. So I found this story. This is pretty interesting. I'm a guitar player, by the way. I, I'm not a very good guitar player, but I, you know, I know enough you know, to play a few chords, cover some 90s stuff, lead a few kids in music at summer camp, that sort of thing. Um, and I've got a, a Taylor guitar that I love. It's made out of koa wood. This thing is beautiful. Um, those, if you don't know what koa wood is, it's an endangered wood that actually comes from Hawaii. They can't cut it down. It's an endangered wood, so they have to kind of wait for it to just fall over. And then they can harvest it. And I love this guitar. It's beautiful. So this comes out of the Fender camp, though. And I know I have some friends who play Fenders and love them. They're very pop used. They're used by a lot of pop folks. But, um, yeah, they, um, they've released this, this uh, study that they've done. And they've done a little math on their customer base. And they say that one out of every three guitars sold in the country is bought by a person in a praise and worship band. Ultimate Ultimate Guitar also notes, the more you think about it, the more it makes sense. Playing in a church band is a guaranteed weekly gig, far more reliable than the bar and nightclub circuit, especially during COVID. Plus, many churches continued to operate over the course of 2020, even as other venues were shut down because of the pandemic. So Ultimate Guitar reached out to Matt Watts, who is Fender's Vice President of Marketing. He told the site that the team at Fender has recognized the importance of praise and worship for quite some time now. And they say, given our mission to support artists at every level and on every stage, we're determined to serve as a major supporter of the worship community. And they say for years, church music was organs and pianos, but then, you know, in the 1970s, that kind of started changing. Movement comes out of South California, and churches like Vineyard and Calvary Chapel got really popular by uh, putting Christian lyrics to folk and rock music, and uh, guitars soon became a worship instrument in the U.S. And uh, as that movement continued to go and go and go, um, guitars got more and more useful. To the point where, I mean, I mean, that's what I, whenever I'm helping to lead worship, I'm playing a guitar. That's what I do. But, um, but yeah, one in three, that's, that's pretty encouraging. That means there are a lot of people who want to help bring others to worship Christ. That's pretty great. I, I have a hard time finding a downside to that, you know? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm throwing that out there. So when we get back, I've got this story uh, where God just totally won out in the face of evil. Um, a girl, she's basically facing death by ISIS. And what she says there proved that God is bigger and can beat up everybody. So uh, stick around for that. That's coming up in just a few. Also, uh, I'll tell you how you can get your, your grubby little hands on some uh, Mark Harvard podcast merch as well. So stick around for that. It's the Mark Harvard podcast. Right here on, uh, I guess, whatever network you're listening to podcasts on. Stick around.
Mark Harvard Podcast. Guys, you know I love talking about all the folks I do business with. And let me tell you, I am thrilled to welcome Excalibur Service Company to the Mark Harvard Podcast. When we moved into our house last year, Ben and the gang came out and checked a bunch of things. And we have since used them for all kinds of electrical work and HVAC stuff that nobody wants me attempting. (laughs) That's who I trust my family to for HVAC and electrical work. And you should trust them as well. Go to ExcaliburService.com or call them at 205-718-8688. That's 205-718-8688. Tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. It's Excalibur Service Company. Old Horde Lumiere Candle Company has been with the Mark Harvard Podcast since the very beginning. And let me tell you how happy we are. You can get all kinds of scents, guys, to make your house smell great. And they aren't just your frou-frou floral stuff. Guys can get candles like bourbon or leather, and they come in these really cool glass containers. Check them out. Everything they've got is at owlcandlecompany.com. And tell them I sent you. It's Old World Lumineer Candle Company. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. Welcome back to the Mark Harvard Podcast. My name is the Mark. I'm the aforementioned Mark Harvard. Got one more story for you. Yeah, we're a little short tonight, but I'm going to tell you why. I've uh, I've been in Orlando for the past week uh, at a conference. And I'm exhausted, <laughs> but I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to like leave you guys hanging this week. So, so that yeah, that that's why a little bit a little bit of a short show. But so I want to I want to leave you with this one last uh, story because, man, this if this doesn't show you how big and powerful God is, then I don't know what to tell you. It really is. It's uh, something uh, something wild. So. <clears throat> In America, you know, we're often shielded from the terror that ISIS inflicts on Jesus followers around the world. But over in the Middle East, that's totally different. Christian persecution is everywhere. And we're seeing a lot of it right now over in Kabul. So acts of religious terrorism by radical Muslims are tragically becoming more common. And this girl's story in particular is getting some widespread attention because of her final power-packed words. And this is coming from the Catholic News Agency. A Christian mother from Mosul answered her door to a group of ISIS militants who said she must either get out or pay a a tax, if you will. That's a penalty imposed by a lot of Islamic states for their non-Muslim subjects. She asked, hey, can I have a few seconds to go get the payment? They said, nope, time's up. And they they immediately torched her house. So her, her daughter is in the shower and... She ended up burning and eventually being killed. So the young girl died in her arms of her mom. But the two final words that she spoke just before she passed have kind of resonated with the world. She said to her mom as she was taking her last breaths, forgive them. Man. This woman, this girl had been in the shower while militants, ISIS militants burned her house killing her and her last words are forgive them now this girl is absolutely a hero of the faith 
Her final act is bigger than I don't know that I would be able to have that level of spiritual maturity. But man, is that not just an absolute example of what we should be following? So it's kind of a reminder. Be humble. Be a Christ-like character of this child and let it you know remind us to you know be what it what it is supposed to be to follow the footsteps of Jesus. It reminds you of Ephesians 4:32. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. Good stuff. It's good to hear. And I, and, and we're going to end it right there tonight. Man alive, so much uh good stuff to talk about tonight and let me tell you once again, you want to call my boys over at Excalibur Service Company for your HVAC, for your electrical stuff. Give them a call, 205-718-8688, 205-718-8688. They can help you with your HVAC. They helped my family with their HVAC. Our house feels awesome now. We had some problems. We bought a unit from someone else, like foolish people. They came in and fixed it, and now our house is amazing so uh, they're who I trust my family with, and they're who I trust you guys with because you're my family as well. It's Excalibur Service Company, 205-718-8688. That does it for me. I'll be back next week with Justin Dean, former PR guy from Mars Hill Church, to talk about his experiences there. In the meantime, have a fantastic week, and I'm out. The Mark Harvard Podcast.